Welcome to First Time Through. New Eyes on Castle Rock, Season 2. I'm Kim Payne. And I'm Otto Mullins. This is our podcast chronicling our journeys through the Stevenverse. First time through New Eyes on Castle Rock. I'm Kim Payne. And I'm Otto Mullins. And today uh, we have a small detour and diversion from what you were probably expecting. Um, so we are in the midst of reading the incredible novel It. And It is huge, uh, ginormous. I think it's like to say the least. 30 pages shorter than The Stand or something. And it's crazy that they both came out in the same decade. Uh, Man's well, but Cocaine's but in crazy. in his defense, the original version of the stand is like four hundred pages shorter than it. Yeah, but it's only four hundred pages shorter because somebody cut out eight hundred pages. I mean, I guess that's true. That the, the only reason the twelve hundred page <laughs> version exists is because he wrote all of those high on cocaine in the first place. I mean, you're yeah, solid. <laughs> Um, but regardless, um, it is a journey, and it is very long, and there's some very dense sections, and there's a lot of foreshadowing and symbolism, and it is taking us longer to get through it. Um, so we're attempting to Because get... we want to do it justice for you guys. We don't want to just skim it. We want to really get into the meat and potatoes of it. And it's my we first time do through it a right. lot of it, too. So, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, there's parts where, like, a lot of the times, like, most of these books, I'm not going to lie, I've been reading them at night. Um, and parts of this I just don't want to read at night. <laughs> I, it, right? It's a scary story. It's, it's suspenseful. And, like, just thinking about these kids in these situations, it's like, oof, ba-boof. So, and, I mean, uh, and this is not my first time through It. I've read It probably more than any of the other books. And I've even got two pages of notes of things that I've heard and seen and read because I listen while I read. And I'm like, oh, I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. yeah uh i digress we're going from pages 290 to 646 um and that's going to be uh, a, a decent chunk but it's going to set us in a really good spot so the finale episode isn't going to be six hours long right maybe uh, <laughs> maybe uh, the nice thing is we're going to do a bookmark um uh, about just like theories and talking about it thankfully um but there has been some other stuff that has just kind of delayed. Um, some sad news. Uh, my my 13-year-old pupper is real sick. Um, he's at the vet for the second day now. Um, they think he's going to be okay. They're running some tests. I think everything's going to be fine with some medicine. We just got to get it under control. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has really put a hamper on my availability this week yeah, and definitely. my reading time. Um, and I also uh, and you've got, got great news though. Yeah, I feel that, like just to pose that as I got hired to do a uh, lighting design and uh, work for an opera here in town, uh, which is pretty cool. If you're in this area in Evansville area, um, it's for the University of Evansville. It's free to attend with donations only. Uh, it's downtown at the old post office. Um, it's called The Medium by a man named Minotti. Uh, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. But I got to do the light design for it. Uh, and it's been fantastic because I have been dying to do some theater. Um, That's but, really exciting. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm really excited. But I also only have like four or five days to do all of the work for it just because of the style of it being set up. So it has really 
it really all came to a head this week. And so we thought we're going to do something special. We're going to read through uh, Stephen King's shortest story. Um, shortest story. Shortest <laughs> story. Easy for you to say. Stephen King's shortest story from Night Shift, The Man Who Loved Flowers. Um, it's literally three and a half pages long, um, but it's got some really great imagery in it, and it's really fun. I think trailer. you got to give us at least like one fact about Night Shift. Night Shift was the first stor- short story collection that I read, and okay. um, it has spawned a couple of movies out of it. Uh, the movie Maximum Overdrive, which the man himself directed, and he will tell you that it is absolutely terrible. Terrible. Um, terrible, because he had no idea what he was doing. Um, Maximum Overdrive, it's based on the short stories Trucks in there and there's another one called the mangler that has been made into a movie that's actually about a sheet folder in a laundry Uh which i'm absolutely 100 percent certain is inspired by real life events because he worked in a laundry while he was in college so so someone got mangled in his past is what you're saying or you know was warned and you know i i don't know but definitely there's some essence of truth in that one i think I think it's important to point out, too, this one's written in 1978, which is, like, prime cocaine time. Mm-hmm. Prime time cocaine. Yeah, because he, he was making good money by 78. Mm-hmm. And this is yeah. probably just a collection of stories since this is his first one. Like, this is, I can imagine we can see a wide variety, a wide berth of short stories from when he was in school all the way up to where he's at now, just uh, then at that point. Then at that point, yeah. And absolutely. And the, this collection, there, it's all over the place. And there are some really great stories in there. And, you know, this one being three and a half pages long, even just three and a half pages, it's like, oh, all right, so Oof. to challenge that three and a half pages, too, I'm going to do the recap in three and a half sentences. Are you ready? Do it. Um, the Man Who Loved Flowers by Stephen King. A young man in love is walking down the street. As he walks down the street, he sees a flower seller and purchases some flowers. As he's walking away, he remembers and thinks of Norma, the woman he bought flowers for and then killed with a hammer. And that's the end of the story. That's all it is. I guess that's only three sentences. It's short, it's succinct, and it's easy. Um, it's interesting. Uh, you know, uh, right now, currently, it's very popular is the show You. I think this has a lot of you feeling into it. You know, it's this man in love and, like, you know, anything and justified love. And do you want to get into breaking this down a little bit with me? Sure. Let's do it. Um, so I think the first thing that, you like, you really notice is... Uh, Stephen King is an extraordinarily gifted person at setting a scene. Um, sometimes he goes a little too hard on that, and I think that some ver- some of the scenes in It are examples of that, where he takes mm-hmm. a little bit too much time explaining stuff. But then you get this, The Man Who Loved Flowers, which is the perfect amount of explanation. You know, you, you're getting season, you're getting time, you're getting setting, you're getting colors, you're getting places, you're getting people, you're getting culture, and it's all given to you in this first paragraph. So it really just sets the scene off really smooth, really succinctly, and really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it immediately starts it off, and, uh, you know, we don't hear anything from this man's point of view almost until the very end. Um, and I think it's because he wants, Stephen King wants us to see this as just a regular dude that is walking down the street and you know that is a, the, the type of person that you as a person that exists in the world see every day 
Right. Not only, you know, and, and we get it from like my point of view and your point of view and the guy over there's point of view. But this, we see this character that is just over there that he's noticeable because he's different because he's dressed different and he walks different and he's just got a different air about him. So he catches people's attention. Yep. Uh, and as he's walking, you know, we get really interesting counter sections of his life where he meets people or he hears things or he sees something and he has this overall air of he's going to compartmentalize it and ignore it because he's got uh, something else on his mind. And, you know, around the end of the first page, we find out that it's Norma. Um, and Norma is someone that he has on his mind. He keeps saying love and Norma, you know, it's one of those, it is the idea of a young romantic comedy, this generic person in the leading role and just lulling you into this sense of security. Well, and I think it's important to back up and mention one of the things that is heard on the radio about the hammer murder on the loose in the city. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's something too. Uh, the radio, what's interesting about when he hears anything about it is the hammer murderer, JFK had been declared in uh, uh, something in Vietnam uh, and something about a woman being pulled from the East River. He just calls all of it bad news and he just mm-hmm. like kind of pushes it away and forgets about it. Um, and so as he's walking by, he is thinking of his girlfriend or this woman, Norma. And so he sees these flower stands. He sees Norma's favorite flowers. And, well, what are you going to do? you got to buy those for her. And right. uh, so he sits here and he has this conversation with this flower vendor. And, you know, this young man is very charming. He's easy on his, uh, you know, the way he talks. He's fun. He's uh, just having a good time. Uh, and, you know, he talks to this flower seller about love and what it means. He buys a half a dozen roses and then just uh, moves on. He buys half a dozen moves and moves on, and, you know, it's almost like it is that small intersection of his life that we see, and he continues on uh, to the point where, you know, we're going to see he sees some police officers, and he doesn't notice about them. He sees some teenagers making fun of these this people, and he doesn't think about them at all. Um, and he gets there uh, where he's going, and it's night by now. And Steve sets another really great scene. Now the stars were out gleaming softly, and the lane was dark and shadowy, lined with vague shape of garbage cans. And he sees this young woman that he's been looking for. And uh, he shouts, Norma. And she looks up, and she says, I brought you flowers. She says, thank you, but you're mistaken. And then he interrupts and says, Norma. And then he pulls out a small hammer, and he beats this woman to death. And he says, they're for you, Norma. It was always for you. And so in three pages, we've established a character who on the outside has like as many normal seeming tendencies as possible. You know, he is going to fit right into that cookie cutter mold of society. But when he's alone in an alley, he's going to murder this woman with a hammer. And nobody's going to suspect him, even when he's buying all these flowers and doing all, like, just out there brazenly in the public, because he's just such a cookie-cutter, regular old dude in love. And mm-hmm. love just kind of makes everything okay. Yep. And that's but, it. And that's the story. That's of the man, story. A man with flowers. Uh, it's really good. It's really great. Um, you can find it in Night Shift. Also, if you want, you can just find it by Googling the man who loved flowers PDF. Um, let us know what you think about it. Let us know what you thought. And if you enjoyed this, uh, please continue listening for more. Um, next week, we're going to be back on November 5th, right? 
Yes, how is it already? <laughs> I know, right? It's crazy. It's almost 2022. I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> um, oh, one small thing I wanted to celebrate in just, you know, in Immortalize. Today is Onyx's Gotcha Day, my puppy. I saw so, your post about that. Such adorable. So, she's so cute. I love her so much. Um, yep. I'm very happy. I love you, Onyx. I know you're never going to listen to this. It's literally impossible, <laughs> but that's not the point. Um, 290 through 646 on November 4th, right here on First Time Through to discuss it. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook to get involved with the conversation. Um, we've had some really great uh, listener interaction recently about um, things that we could do in episodes to try and get more engagement. And I, we really want to hear from you all more. Um, so please, if you have any ideas or you have anything, let us know. Um, until next time, uh, this has been your First Time Through The Man With Flowers by our Lord and Liege Stephen King. A small, small slice of the Steveverse. My name is Autumn Mullins. And I'm Kim Payne. And we hope you enjoyed your first time through. Otto, Kim, that was incredibly interesting. Great job today. If you would like to support First Time Through, you can follow us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, or send us an email at firsttimethroughpodcast at gmail.com. You can also become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash through to get exclusive early access, to get exclusive videos, and to become our exclusive friends. If that's interested to you, I'm interested. First Time Through, New Eyes on Castle Rock, is produced by Empty Theater Productions. It's created by Kim Payne and Otto Mullins. Editing by Otto Mullins. Music by Jason Rager. Art by Kurt Payne at Who Knew Art.